I greet you this day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is our soon coming King. He is the King of all kings, Lord of lords, and even those who do not acknowledge that now will one day acknowledge it. I trust that as I share with these devotions, that your heart would be encouraged. Lead me to Calvary is the song that Jenny Evelyn Hussey wrote. In the circumstances, she said, show me the tomb where thou was laid, tenderly mourned and wept. Angels in a robe of light arrayed, guarded thee while thou slept. Lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget thine agony, lest I forget thy love for me, lead me to Calvary. As believers, we must keep before us what Jesus Christ did for us. We must always be mindful of the price that he paid so we can have eternal life. This life is found in none other than in Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby he must be saved. We are looking at the triumphal entry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as he entered Jerusalem. One may ask, what was the mode of transportation that he used? I'm sure that if you know the story, you would know what mode of transportation he used. These are the days when presidents, prime ministers, kings or queens, when they travel with an entourage, special security and special vehicles, you could only imagine one would move about. We see it in our different islands. When the king comes, or when the queen comes, how they move about. When the president of the United States is moving about, Air Force One takes him from one place to the next, flies him from one place to the next with all the security that you can think of. For days, they will send in secret agents to secure the place because the president is coming. But the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, what was his mode of transportation? When the Queen of Sheba traveled to Jerusalem, the Bible said she came with a great train and many camels. If you go to 1 Kings 10, and if you read verse 1 and verse number 2, you would see where the Bible says, And when the queen of Sheba heard of this fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. Look at verse 2. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices, and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, 
She communed with him of all that was in her heart. When she traveled to Jerusalem, she too had her entourage. But the King, the Lord, the Creator, the Master of everything and everybody, the King of Israel came to town, guess what? Riding on a donkey. Could you imagine? In Luke 19, verse 29 to verse number 34, it says, And it came to pass when he was come nigh to Bethage and Bethany, at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entering you shall find a cold tide, whereon yet never man sat. Loose him and bring him hither. And if any man asks you, Why do you loose him? Thus shall he say unto him, Because the Lord had need of him. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owner thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The master hath need of him. Now, bear in mind, this is now a borrowed donkey. And the scripture tells us, that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I always go further and say, he owned the hills and the cattle that are on the hills. Now, the question is asked, why did Jesus choose to enter Jerusalem on a donkey? That's a good question. Because he believed and was always obedient to the word at why he came on a donkey. All he wanted to do is to fulfill the Word of God, to obey the Word of God. And because of the Word of God, he came riding on a donkey. Because it was revealed to the prophets in the Old Testament that this would happen. Because the prophets prophesied that he would enter on a donkey. Remember Zechariah in chapter 9? And in verse number nine, in the Old Testament, it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, the king cometh unto thee, he is just, and having salvation lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. That's the reason why that he came riding on a donkey. Acts Isaiah about it in chapter 62. He came in peace to give his life for the salvation of the world. He came to do the will of the Father. I thank God for the obedience of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came to do the will of his Father. Sometimes I ask myself, why are we here? And sometimes all of us need to stop and ask ourselves, why am I here? Because when we find out why we are here, then we'll be able to do what we're supposed to do, why we're here. Here's another question. When he comes again, how will he appear? That's the good question. When he comes again, because he is coming again, how will he appear? In John's Gospel, 
chapter 14, verse 1 to verse 3. These are the words of Jesus himself. He gave us a promise in this portion of Scripture. He said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Look at verse 3. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So in John's Gospel, he gave us the promise that he's coming. Of course, he did not give us the details how he will come in John's Gospel, but we do have the details how he will come. Not in John, but we have it somewhere else. Where can we find the details of him coming how he will come. Come with me to 1 Thessalonians and chapter 4. Here he gave the details. Let me just read from verse number 13 for you. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now listen to verse number 16 and verse number 17. For the Lord himself, pay attention to that, not an angel, not someone else, the Lord himself shall, not might, shall descend from heaven. Notice where he's coming from. He's coming from where he is. Shall descend from heaven, how? With a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The next time, he will be seen in the clouds, up in the air. And this is to receive his bride. My time is up for today. I'll be back next morning. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Bless, guide, and direct. Oh, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would meet the needs of your people. God, you would save those that are crying out to you and those that are running from you that you will draw them unto thyself and you will encourage every believer. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, brethren. Please, let's do this together. Share this with a friend who will share it with another friend and you will be surprised because of you or the people maybe on the other side of the globe will hear the word. God bless you. Thanks for partnering.